peace, peace, y'all. This is your girl, Billy, and this is the All the Niggas in My Phone podcast. So we just going to get right to it, you feel me? <laughs> so I just want to give a little message before I, I dive into the story. Situationships will fucking ruin your life. Stay away from them. Have conversations. Have some goddamn communication. And ask people, what are we doing? And if it is ambiguous, go run the fuck in the other fucking direction. Because let me tell you, situationships will really, really wear you the fuck out. They will ruin your fucking life. And this little story I'm about to tell you, similar, a damn cursed ass situationship that got messy. And, you know, I still think about it. I'm out of contact with this person. I don't know. I wouldn't even know if they're alive. I mean, not to be a dramatic bitch or anything like that, but I truly have no way of knowing what they got going on. But, you know whatever so as I told y'all in the last episode I met Ryan right before Terry and I took a little break that ultimately led to me deciding I didn't want to move forward with Terry at the time I felt too deprived and I just wanted to feel free to do my own thing you know what I'm saying I needed some damn sexual attention and I just couldn't take it no more Like, I really was feeling like I was an unattractive person. I was really feeling ugly as hell, y'all. Ugly ass, okay? I felt ugly as hell messing around with Terry because Terry was just out here. Just, we was over here acting like best fucking friends, which now we are. But at the time, we was in a whole ass relationship and I wasn't getting no ass. I wasn't getting my 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 booty you know caressed and massaged sexually and whatnot like that was crazy to me so I had stopped dating Terry on like a Tuesday and I promise you on a Friday I had my legs wide open for Ryan because it was like I felt like all my sexual just frustration I just hopped right in that bed child really I was so, I was just ready. So Ryan, (laughs) that nigga could fuck. You know what they say about niggas who ain't got they shit together, but be broke as fuck? (laughs) That was Ryan. Usually they be the ones who finna lick you from your clit right on back to your booty hole and suck your toes. (laughs) (laughs) that nigga had they mattress on the flow (laughs) y'all but I gotta hand it to them they was a seasoned strap slanger and they ate my pussy and ass immaculately (laughs) ferociously magnificently (laughs) and you know I appreciated the way they worshiped my body and whatnot I be having a little attitude sometimes and y'all I'm a moody bitch (laughs) Ryan would fuck the attitude 
right out of my body. I would be like a goddamn kitty cat after that. It was the complete opposite of what I had experienced with Terry. So I couldn't get enough of this nigga. I think I became digmatized in a way. I mean, you know, it wasn't, you know, real dick. It was a purchased one. But I was digmatized. None the fucking less. And I let that nigga stick around for way longer than I should have. They was a little younger than me. And the maturity gap, it started becoming real fucking obvious. They wanted to be up all hours of the night, come over. But I had a little office job back then. And a bitch had to be up in the morning. A bitch needed her fucking beauty sleep. And that nigga was a hothead and would leave a job so quick (laughs) when someone even looked at them funny. So, yeah, there was a maturity gap. So, y'all, this is where the embarrassment starts. I can be real generous when I'm all tied up, you know, in love with a nigga and whatnot. Now, was it love or was it lust? Was it infatuation? Was it obsession? I don't know. But I do know that I actually paid this nigga's rent twice, (laughs) y'all. Now, they paid me back. No need to think I was over here being a dummy hoe. Because, listen, Trina raised me. And Trina said, don't grow up to be a dumb hoe. Because that's a no-no. And listen, I guess I, I forgot to listen to mother. So I, I did pay that nigga's rent, rent twice. But, you know, <laughs> I ain't even mad because they paid me back. But that was some goofy shit. And it was in these moments that I realized I need to be a, with a nigga who could provide for me materially. And a nigga who had they shit together. Because I had mine together. And I like gifts and vacations. Like shit. Spoiler bitch. (laughs) So they was truly on some struggle shit. But they didn't like to listen to nobody. They felt like they knew better than anybody. They was a goddamn Virgo. You know. (laughs) I, I may not know all there is to know about goddamn astrology. But I know that Virgos like to think they right. And I know a lot of damn Virgos in my life. And they really be on they shit thinking that everything they fucking say is right. But anyway. Ryan really loved to use the hell out of Femmes in their goddamn life. Femmes was always driving them places, bailing them out, helping them when they needed shit, giving them money. You saw I did that. And what's funny is, is that I knew at least three Femmes who they had fucked. One of them is a friendly acquaintance. It's awkward as hell having niggas in common, y'all. What the fuck? But you know, being queer, being black, it be real small. Everybody know everybody. And, you know, a lot of us, we gonna be overlapping coochies. That's just, that's just the truth. We gonna be overlapping coochies and oh fucking well about it, right? You know, um, 
it was just real crazy, y'all. And <laughs> having to look folks in the face and know that Ryan was over here talking about them to me. And now they over there probably talking about me to somebody else. I'll never know about it. But in any case, this is the situation shit part. Ryan and I were not exclusive, but they came on really, really fucking strong in the beginning. And it definitely was feeling like some damn, what they call it, love bombing or whatever. Um, They was trying so fast and too soon talking about they wanted to buy me a damn house no they wanted to build me a damn house because goddamn, they didn't have no money how was they gonna buy me one they wanted to marry me they wanted to be together here on earth and in heaven and i was like nigga once i leave this earth i'm getting ready for my next lifetime nigga i know that's right <laughs> that was yo uh-uh 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 they called themselves a damn chef but they really was just a line cook because a chef means you the boss of the kitchen or you the head of the goddamn culinary enterprise and they food didn't even hit like that so i don't even know y'all they was definitely not a chef they was definitely perpetrating i knew this wasn't a goddamn match and when i told them that they said i was letting my fear get in the way now my intuition was trying to tell me something and truly my gut was telling me to get the fuck away from them, but I didn't listen. I was too busy being digmatized. I, like I said, this nigga had a temper. And they would get to cussing and getting real aggressive. And when I would tell them to chill the fuck out and that they wasn't going to talk to me any old way, they said I was, quote, tone policing them. Now, here's the thing. They should never let niggas get the internet because now you got a bunch of niggas who think they got a fucking degree in psychology and they want to use phrases and terms in a way that they were not meant to be used. That is not tone policing. That is not tone policing. You could be angry and upset at me, but you can express it in a way that is not aggressive. You don't get to cuss me out. If you feel like you got to cuss me out, go go somewhere calm down and come back to me and have a conversation like a damn adult so <sighs> ryan started getting disillusioned because i was wasn't letting them be my boyfriend you know boi friend so eventually they started distancing themselves distancing themselves from me and then they told me they just want to be friends this was after six months of our damn dating situationship and so after their big reveal of I just want to be friends like three weeks later y'all they was in a whole ass relationship with this corny broad that they had been talking to for a few months now they could do whatever they want they could talk to whoever they want because like like I said we weren't exclusive but the gag is the broad wasn't even a real lesbian and the pictures of them together she looked like Ryan's mama she was older than me, but guess what, y'all? Ryan was still texting me. Surprise, surprise. Called me crying while I was on vacation with Terry. Yes, Terry was still around because they still wanted to be my boo. So I, so I was telling folks that me and Terry were friends and Terry was calling me their girlfriend. 
just a mess. Anyway, Ryan called me and I had to leave and um, go somewhere else because, you know, I was in the hotel room with Terry. I went down to the lobby to video chat with them and they was crying and carrying on and talking about, what would you say if I asked you to marry me and I can't stop thinking about you? I can't get you off my mind. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, of course you couldn't, nigga. This good good is unforgettable. Now, I know that's not all there is to life, but when you put it on a nigga in the way that I put it on niggas, yeah, of course you're not going to stop thinking about me. I'm also a sweet damn person. Not even going to lie on myself. I am a sweet ass person. So sweet ass person with some good pussy. Yeah, you're not going to forget about me. And so I'm like, um, you have a whole ass girlfriend and you over here on my phone playing on my phone saying this. A mess. Now, in retrospect, when I think about Ryan, I think about all the falling outs that this nigga talked about having with folks and all these toxic situations they were directly involved in. And eventually I realized that this nigga is the villain or at least the co-villain because I could see how their immaturity and their anger issues um, and honestly their deep pain from the past caused them to clash with people a lot. And, you know, I have a lot of empathy for them. Like, y'all, for real, anyone I talk about on this podcast, I really truly want the best for them. I don't wish nothing on nobody. I may be hurt by how things turned out or whatnot, but I truly care about these motherfuckers and want them to be to, to be well, even if I ain't got to witness it. You know, like some of these folks I, I still have love for, but we couldn't continue to be in each other's lives because it wasn't productive. It wasn't gonna work no more too much stuff it happens so I feel the same way about Ryan I really hope they're alive and well you know that's just my character y'all but anyway Ryan had a really tough life they was in a gang in high school they was covered in mediocre tattoos because they got a lot of them young you know no discernment when you're younger with the tattoos I had a lot of compassion for them but I just knew that their presence in my life wasn't going to be long term And holding on to it was feeding into the fantasy. So even though Ryan was fully dating someone new, and now here's where I own my part in the messiness, okay? They were still having sleepovers with me, and we would be spooning in the bed. And the first time I came over, after they revealed they had a girlfriend, they rolled on top of me, and I just looked away because I ain't gonna be no side bitch. Not now, not ever. But of course, I realized after the fact that it was definitely emotional emotional cheating. I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't got to lie to kick it. It was emotional cheating. And Ryan and the broad ended up breaking up as a couple, you know, I feel like a month later. It might have been two months later. And Ryan and I immediately started sleeping again, together again. And it was definitely toxic. And I'm not proud of my behavior at that time. It was messy as hell, and I don't like being in no love triangles with nobody. Honestly, it ended up being a damn rectangle because Ryan ended up trying to talk to this other broad who was a messy, toxic-ass bitch, which I all I can do is be apathetic towards her. I can't wish her well. I could just be, like, apathetic, neutral, 
chaotic neutral because she a piece of work and we don't got to get into that but um i don't want to be in no fucking love triangle rectangle pentagram whatever the fuck it is um and ryan i realized they you know this ain't no slut shaming but that nigga really got around that nigga got around a lot and there's nothing wrong with that as long as it's consensual but you know there's certain things that i'm not gonna do that nigga told me they had slept with three different people in the same day and i'm like nigga you wasn't tired three separate individuals you over here swapping spit vaginal fluids and damn energy with in the same day you didn't even give it 24 hours let that thing air out okay so you know ryan and i the way we lived our lives was just different so it 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 made sense that they formed a love triangle love rectangle they just really wanted somebody to call their own so ryan would tell me while they were still dating shorty that the sex was trash how do you tell the person you used to date that their current that your current girlfriend is trash in the bed like out of control and they would just talk about how they miss me and all how i always knew how to hit their spot why do i be turning out mass niggas though <laughs> Oh, why these mass niggas always say this to me? Ooh, your hands is magical, blah, blah, blah. Listen, listen. They be loving my switch energy and how I really be committed to slutting them out. Respectfully. Anyway, (laughs) it was messy and eventually I took space from them and I distanced myself. And then I saw they was already on to a new bitch and calling her my love and having fucking picnics with damn uh, Lunchables and shit and fucking grocery store you know cheap cheese and shit so you know do you boo so yeah some niggas really just be in love with being in love but don't have the tools for damn conflict resolution or to actually build something sustainable and i let this nigga bring me into confusion and chaos and that was my bad I could have stopped it when I was feeling uncomfortable with the love bombing and the boundary pushing bullshit. But I let my lust and my sexual appetite lead me astray. (sighs) Oh, well, you live, you learn. Or did I? (laughs) I guess y'all will find out on the next episode of the All the Niggas in My Phone podcast. I'm going to talk about part two of me and Terry getting back together after all of this so in the meantime in between time it's your girl billy and i hope y'all are out here surviving these dating streets peace